everyone. Welcome to the Rice Club. Today is March 20th, 2022. We normally talk about political subjects on this podcast, but I want to take some time to talk about a topic that's more personal to me. That's high school football. Now, high school football is often dramatized in movies like Friday Night Lights, Varsity Blues, Remember the Titans, and many other films for good reason. It's a huge part of American culture and entertainment. High school football was a foundational moment for many young adults, including me. The lessons I learned, the challenges I faced, and the friends I made will forever be a part of who I am. Now, high school football was a year-long sport. Although games were played in the fall, the offseason actually began in December. Our coach would open up the weight room and allow players to lift weights after school. These lifting sessions occurred around three times a week and lasted about a couple hours. We were allowed to lift for a couple months before going on break. Practice would resume again in the spring around April till May. And I don't fully recall, but I believe these practices were a mix of both weightlifting and padded drills. After a couple weeks off, practice would restart in the summer. These occurred three to four times a week and consisted of brutal wind sprints to shore up our conditioning, rounded out by yet more weightlifting. Now, after all of that, we finally got to in-season practice in August. These were absolutely exhausting, back-breaking sessions that were harder than the actual game itself. These daily practices were fully padded and involved conditioning, football drills, scrimmages, and light weightlifting. In-season practices ran from about 3.30 p.m. to around 6.30 p.m., but went as late as 7.30 p.m. during the second half of the season. Game days were interesting as well. We played on Thursdays, Fridays, or Saturdays. My memory is a little hazy, but school day games were held at 3 p.m. or 3.30 p.m., which was actually kind of absurd for a football game. Playing a game before school ended for most students is a great way to not have any fans in attendance. Saturday games were interesting too. They began sometime between 11 a.m. or 11.30 a.m. And we needed to get to school at about 9 to pad up and get ready for the game or the school bus if it was an away contest. Now, as you can tell, our entire year was dedicated to football. Playing football in my high school wasn't all it was cracked up to be. This wasn't Friday Night Lights. And if you don't know what that is, it's a book written in 1990 about the 1988 Permian High School football team in the town of Odessa, Texas. There was also a movie based on the book and a TV show that was inspired by the book and film. These players were treated like royalty by the town and the school. Players received preferential treatment by their teachers regarding grades and attendance, The school hosted massive pep rallies for the football program prior to big games. Cheerleaders would bake desserts and share sweets with the players, and players got free or discounted food at vendors and even access to alcohol. It was basically hero worship. On the other hand, people at my high school viewed the football team with a mix of apathy and distrust. The athletes were perceived as dumb, thuggish outcasts that didn't fit into the squeaky clean mold of the academically gifted prep student. Although commonly portrayed in media as the most popular high school sport, 
we actually took a backseat to the boys slash girls basketball teams. There were certainly some major negatives that came with playing high school football. Being a student athlete in high school was no joke. I already mentioned that in-season practices could end as late as 7.30 p.m. Now imagine getting home every night at 8 to 9 p.m. in the fall, depending if you had you know a ride or you had to take the bus, and factor in a whole day's worth of classes, homework, and quizzes. And you were asking for your grades to drop as well as severe sleep deprivation. There were some kids who were able to juggle sports in school, but the majority of us accepted the hit to our grades. By the second half of the season, your body would feel like mush or jello from the physical practices and the lack of sleep. I walked around like a zombie to each class, and it felt like the life was beaten out of me. So imagine if someone took one of those dough rollers from a bakery and just basically beat the crap out of you. It was a miracle if I didn't get sleepy during lectures. In retrospect, some of the things said and done by the coaching staff could have seriously been detrimental to someone's mental health. I remember our coach telling my friend that him being a man was too much to ask for, and that being a boy was enough of a challenge for him. In another instance, I was exiled to the top of the bleachers and was relegated to watching that day's practice after playing terribly in a game the prior week. Our coaches would frequently berate players and hound them with personal attacks. We had one coach that matched that stereotypical foul-mouthed, over-the-top, loud-as-hell high school coach you'd find in a movie. Although being a successful athlete requires mental toughness, I also think there are better ways to motivate players, especially young men trying to survive high school and the confusion of the world. We certainly got by with what limited coaching we had, but it definitely could have been better. There was also this sink-or-swim attitude towards players that basically reflected the academic culture of our high school. If you did poorly on a test or in the class, there was no one to blame but yourself. If you didn't do well in practice, you simply did not play and no one was there to feel sorry for you. There weren't extra resources or coaches that players could utilize if they wanted to put in additional work. Despite some of these negatives, my friends and I look fondly back at the memories we shared together during our high school playing days. One of the most elusive feelings is the feeling of purpose. Our entire high school life revolved around football. It was an all-year affair. The minute you joined the team, you were committed. All those backbreaking practices, the summer workouts, those bruises, everything was done for the goal of winning a championship. I don't quite remember, but I think there was a section in Buzz Bissinger's book, Friday Night Lights, that talked about the magic of the moment. For the senior class of the Permian Panthers, Playing under the lights was the only time they felt like they were the center of the universe. The town supported them, people cheered them on, they were masters of their own destiny. High school ball was the last gasp of childhood before they were thrown into the wild abyss of adulthood, into an uncertain future. Adulthood is a very interesting experience. It can be liberating for many people. You have disposable income, there's a measure of independence, there's freedom to do what you want. But it's also common for people to feel like there's no meaning or purpose in life. You go to work, you come back home tired, you gotta eat dinner, shower, go to sleep, and repeat. There's not much free time to do hobbies or things that you really want to do. Now, this might be less of an issue for people who are in a flexible work situation or you have you know, finances to sustain a comfortable life. But for the majority of people, 
the daily work grind can be so depressing and meaningless with no end in sight. Playing football gave us that structure and meaning for a small moment in our life. Although it was relatively minor compared to something like getting married or the birth of your kids, it was all we focused on at that point. You felt like you were serving a higher purpose as opposed to the seemingly meaningless grind of homework and tests. There was also some comfort in knowing what you did actually paid off, getting stronger or faster from weightlifting and drills, learning the playbook, getting comfortable with pads on, progressing through the season, etc. I remember when we lost the playoff game in the semifinals my senior year, we bawled our eyes out on the field and during the entire bus ride back to school. We cried, obviously, because we lost, but I think it was also because we understood the finality of high school football. Gone were those 7.30 a.m. classes, the -the on-the-dot practices, the spring sessions, the summer sessions. I remember going home on the bus one spring afternoon after my senior season. I was talking to a friend on the bus, and she mentioned how excited she was for college. She was going to start her freshman year at UCLA. She was looking forward to meeting new friends, getting away from her parents, and exploring a new environment. In contrast, I was scared as hell. I didn't share that sentiment. The loss of a controlled, managed environment where there was always the next practice, the next game, or even the next season shook me deeply. It felt like I was starting all over again. No friends, no coaches, no purpose. I know for some people it's liberating not to have a routine, but for me there was comfort knowing that there was always something to look forward to, some stability. Circling back to Friday Night Lights, the players in that book felt like they were the masters of the universe and the center of attention. I think the feelings and emotions captured by that book are incredibly accurate. It's like chasing a high that will never come back, but you keep on running after it. There's this incredible feeling of the moment. The crowd is rooting for your team. You're out there with your teammates. It's a tense game. I'll never forget seeing the fans in the stands of our senior homecoming game while running through a banner held by our school's cheerleaders. Even seeing my name in the school paper gave this little endorphin rush. What I'm trying to say is people cared about us and were invested in the things we did. Coaches wanted you to do well. The booster club was invested. The community cared. Even the sports writers. What I truly miss about high school football is the brotherhood and camaraderie. There are few things in life that produce the kind of compassion and love we shared for each other during the season. It wasn't just the shared goal of winning a championship, but our shared experiences as well. We faced the highs of victory and the painful lows of defeat. We participated in the same draining practices, the countless wind sprints, the bear crawls, the two-a-days. We ate together at school. We went to each other's houses, and we knew each other's parents. Even a decade later, we still joke about our coaches' antics, crazy events like getting attacked by bees or riding 27 laps up a hill, or other insane tales. It's similar to seeing your coworkers, but also a little different. You're put into this situation where you have to interact with the people around you. But I think most people seldom hang out with their coworkers outside of business hours. Sure, there might be like a mixer or a happy hour, but I think most people want to get the hell away from the work site as soon as the day ends. 
There's obviously other crappy situations like getting fired, working with terrible management, dealing with coworkers, so on and so forth. Work and school are similar in the fact that they're both temporary arrangements. You age out of high school once you graduate, and you leave the job once you find a better gig or are terminated. Yet I feel there is something deeper when you're part of a team. There's a common goal that you signed up for as opposed to work, make money or starve. I hear the same talk about brotherhood and sisterhood applied to fraternities and sororities. While I'm not dissing on Greek life or anyone that was in it or made close friends from it, to me it doesn't compare with high school sports. There are similarities, of course. It's voluntary, you see each other in class, at the frat house, off campus, etc. But I can't help but feel that it's a bit contrived. Fraternities and sororities are a bit better than work because you're voluntarily committing yourself to be around a group of people with shared interests. However, there's still an artificial aspect to it. You need to attend events, mixers, parties, get hazed, etc. However, in football, trust and sacrifice are fundamental parts of the game. There's a reason why football is considered the ultimate team sport. We counted on each other to do the job. Make the block, protect the quarterback, make the tackle, run the fake. Everyone had their role on the field and we trusted each other to do it. As a result, the bonds we built from high school football were deeper and stronger. To be honest, I find it difficult to describe this kind of camaraderie. Imagine soldiers coming back from war and finding it hard to talk about their experiences to civilians. High school ball is kind of like that. It's difficult to understand without actually being there. I guess it's like being part of a family. I know that sounds cliche and corny, but imagine seeing your teammates year long. Some of my closest friends today are the ones I met during high school football. I truly love them and appreciate them, and I extend the same love to those ex-teammates that I rarely see or hear from now. High school football will forever be a part of me. I'm not here to romanticize it or call it the greatest thing ever, but I'm grateful and thankful for all the memories and people I've met from it.